You're listening to Creating a Universe, a Love Anarchy podcast hosted by William J. Rogers. On this show, we follow the journey of creatives, artists, and entrepreneurs who are making a name for themselves in the ever-evolving landscape of today's industry. Featuring an insight into both Love Anarchy and the Labaniverse music universe, as well as the individual projects and stories of each of our guests from the music industry and beyond. So whether you're a budding creative or simply interested in what goes on behind the scenes, this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to Creating Universe. I'm your host, William J. Rogers. And today we're here with creator of the Intergalactic Metal Project, Final Blast, Mr. Luke Robinson. How's it going, Luke? I'm good. I'm good. Are you you all right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's uh, good to get to chat with you, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice nice to be here. And you know, thanks for having me on the podcast. So yeah. looking forward to it. <laughs> Absolute pleasure, man. So just to kick things off, would you be able to give uh, just a little bit of an overview of who you are, what you're doing with the project and all that? Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm mainly a solo artist. Uh, really, I just, I just hire out people to do the parts that I can't do. So I can't sing. I can't. I can't play drums, so I, I tend to just, you know, write the guitar parts, the bass parts, keyboards, and a bit of orchestration and, and do the mixing, really. Um, but, you know, I come from a, like, a 80s metal background, really, even nice. though I wasn't, wasn't around in the 80s, but that's just what's really mainly influenced me to, to write music. Mm-hmm. And then in my late teens, I really got into like, uh, well, film soundtracks, like going to H and V and discovering. Wait a minute, you you can actually buy film soundtracks on CD, like, <laughs> like what? So I, I got really into that. Uh, you know, like John Williams and uh, Danny yeah. Elfman and Anne Zimmer, that sort of stuff. And then I just discovered symphonic metal, and I was like. Hold on a minute. Like, <laughs> yeah, these bands are they're blending metal and orchestras together mm-hmm. and choirs. So I thought, you know, that's I like mind blown, but then as I went to college and university studying music, like I realised, you know what, I, c- I can do this as well. I can do this. So uh yeah, I think it was about two thousand fourteen. I had to r- release an EP. Uh, nice. My final year project, so it just had to be me, no one else involved. Cool. Um, so I thought, well, let's let's get all these ideas that I've got in my head, and let's just get them down. I've got seven months to do this EP, so let's let's just go for it, see what happens. And that EP ended up being the first final blast EP in the course of time. And I thought, great, I've got, I've, you know, I've got six songs let's let's get some artwork done and cool. you know being a university student you haven't well i had no money by the end of it so oh. i just did my own artwork which cool. not really recommended if you don't know what you're doing <laughs> which i didn't know what i was doing i was like let's just make a logo just learn how to do some basic photoshop and just get a planet on there yeah <laughs> so that's what i did basically <laughs> um and then i thought well I really enjoyed doing that, and I reckon I can do better than the EP if I just, you know, get some money together, you know, get a job, get get some money together, and buy a computer because I didn't, didn't have a computer or anything. Wow. So probably 
18 months later working full time i just spent all my money on on a computer and software just getting everything that i need to be able to get this vision that i've got this final blast vision in on you know on recording so uh, the the money that I saved up was I was <laughs> was either going to be towards a HGV uh, lorry license or <laughs> or a Mac. So I thought, well, let's just go for the Mac. <laughs> yeah. So Sexy yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, I discovered so many orchestral uh, VSTs while I was at uni. Just mm. you know, just learning off other people and that, and they recommend me this and other and. Yeah, I got spent a lot of money on orchestral VSTs. I thought, right, let's just do one song. Let's just do one song, just to see what happens, and just go for it. And ended up coming out with a six-minute track called "Portals of Rebirth," and it just starts off with the choirs. Like it's the first thing you hear, and it's just like, you know, it's not. It's not anything I've done before because the EP was just all synths, uh, strings, whereas this mm-hmm. was like more orchestra, more choirs. It nice. came out of Portal of the Rebirth and I just started trying to promote and, you know, market that as, as much as I can, basically. And mm-hmm. I think uh, most of the people who have heard of Final Blast, I think for most people, that one song was there when they discovered yeah they're me. way in yeah cool so yeah not many people heard the ep it was it was that song 2018 mm-hmm. that were people like you know what what's this i want to check mm-hmm. this band out. so then when it came two years after that the pandemic i came out with uh the first debut album mm. uh 10 tracks uh in the course of time i was like well you know, let's do Portals of Rebirth, but do 10 songs of this. And mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of drifted off. I don't, I wouldn't say it was like Portals of Rebirth, although that was my first intention. But all these ideas just kept coming out in my head. So I was just like, well, let's, let's mm-hmm. just go for it, basically. Yeah. And yeah, I think people, people enjoyed it. And again, that, that attracted more people on all different platforms because I, I was mainly just uh well i was mainly just focusing on facebook really mm-hmm. well, i didn't really have instagram or anything like that uh, or all the active on it mm-hmm. uh, but yeah i just just tried to push the album uh as much as i can and it just got me excited to write a second album so I think I, straight after the first release, I just went straight onto the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, so it's, it's it's just flown so quickly. Well, the, the, that's, that's like awesome. the first seven years. That's just seven years. Like yeah, well, I'm like 2014. Like it, it's just gone, you know, so quick. Now we're on album two and an EP two, which uh-huh. the EP will be out tomorrow. Yeah, um, but a few days ago from when people are listening to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, EP, EP has just come out. <laughs> yeah, so 16th, Friday's 16th of December, yeah. the second mm-hmm. EP. And then the second album came out the week before. 
yeah. on the on the ninth uh, of December. Um, but yeah, for this recording now, I'm like, like I'm still, I'm still yet to hear like uh, fans' reaction. Uh, oh, because it's the so album. new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been a bit quiet this week, um, mm. but I think once I get the EP out on the sixteenth, then I'm going to be posting more and more videos, trying, you know, try and get feedback of what people think mm-hmm. of the new releases. So, yeah, I'm yeah amazing. That. Amazing. Well, he's certainly got my attention, so that's cool. You know, we're <laughs> we're here now talking about it, man. Yeah, what a journey! Like, I absolutely love that. Uh, really really cool and so yeah it sounds like Paul's of Rebirth was yeah when you really found your sound and then since then you've just had this endless stream of that sound uh, which you were able to tap into which is cool because it's actually a pretty unique sound as well like you've really got your own thing going here and especially like thematically and and all that like for anybody that's listening that might not have even heard you yet how would you describe your music and the, you know the art that you create and potentially influences and things that you've had like that that uh, perhaps have inspired you? Well, the, th- the thing is, I'm I'm not very good with words, and, <laughs> and basically, I just I just called it symphonic metal. That's mm-hmm. just what I called it. But then when I you know started to you know get some get some traction online, people started telling me. What they thought it sounded oh, like. Cool. I was like, "Oh, it's melodic death metal with a bit of synth, or you know, there's elements of power metal, and there's the odd little bit of black metal there." And you know what? Somebody one, somebody once called it. Well, you, you get stuff like epic, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 sure. But yeah. So somebody, <laughs> somebody once called it bombastic. Nice. I was like, bombastic. I was like, actually, yeah, yeah that's, that's like a cool word. A good but, word. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do. With the portals of rebirth, especially at the end, where it just goes mental. I suppose it is bombastic. So yeah, I, I'm I'm not very good at describing my own music. It's, it's mm-hmm. other people that describe it better than me. That's cool. Um, but yeah, each each release so far or each song, they just have it's it's mainly symphonic, definitely melodic. Uh, but when it comes to the vocals, it's like power slash death vocals. Mm-hmm. The symphonic mm-hmm. melodic metal, power death vocals. Yeah, that's cool. And then I think and it's, it's got a. And then it's generally fantasy. epic and uh, yeah. <laughs> and bombastic and yeah. Uh, yeah 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 the fantasy like kind of galactic theme you have going on as well. Like, I'm really interested in that. Yeah yeah I've. I've I've always been like mad on Star Wars. Um, yeah, cool. But like, like I said, I like John Williams, uh, yeah, yeah, big yeah. influence. So, yeah, I've, I've tried to put that sort of orchestral John Williams sort of sound into it, um, mm-hmm. but just keeping it, trying to keep it more metal than orchestral. Mm-hmm. Although they, they, they are tracks that I've got. That are just orchestral, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's just because there's so much death metal going on, melodic. Yeah, metal, you want the like, dynamic, sometimes. right? You want to, you want to mm-hmm. calm it, calm it down a bit, yeah, like yeah, mid way yeah, yeah. through. So, well, that way, like the heavy is only heavy when you have that dynamic to contrast it to. You know, if it's all the time, then it stops feeling heavy. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's the I right way to mean, do it. I think. Think about it. Think about it. The first EP. There's a song 
on there that has, oh, it's two songs that have clean guitars. I don't think I've done clean guitars since on, you know, the last two albums. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's something I can explore more on, on the third album, mm-hmm. you know, another year or two or maybe three, see what happens. Um, yeah, it's got some clean guitars on there, but yeah, it's more of a dynamic thing, just having orchestral tracks. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool, man. <laughs> I, I really, I absolutely love the sound that you've created. I think it's so well married with the whole, with the visual, like your cover art and everything looks so cool. It really paints that picture like what the music paints, you know? Um, yeah, thank you. Certainly yeah. kind of larger, larger than life kind of uh, vibes with it, man, which is totally my kind of thing. So yeah, hats <laughs> off, man. You've done a great job. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, <sighs> I, especially two years ago with the first album, I was, I was still trying to figure out my sound, mm-hmm. really. Uh, but I think with this second album, I think I finally it's clicked in my head. Like, right, this is my sound. Like, I've got got like visions of all different styles, but I think I've like finally nailed it down to nice. Like, it make my make my next album even more easier to write. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's that's what I'm trying to say. So that's cool. Um, so I'm I'm yeah. interested. I'm interested in um, like you mentioned, kind of about your trajectory of getting into music. You mentioned as well, like uh, going to university and uh, more being more into getting into the film soundtracks and stuff and the orchestration and those VSTs. Where did like playing guitar and things come into? Is that something you did for a long time before that, or you got into that later? Yeah, it started off started off with the guitar really. When I was about mm. eight nine years old, I thought yeah, the only cool. I thought the only thing that was music was was pop music and Eminem. Like I didn't know any other type of music. And then my brother put Kerrang on TV one day before school, nice. and Red Hot Chili Peppers came on. I was like, what's this? Like, I've never heard anything like, you know, I'm like eight years old, nine years old. Uh-huh. Like, what is this? I was like, what's, what's that? Get, you know, guys playing guitar like that. And like, I didn't even know what a bass guitar was, but it, it sounded good. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was By The Way, By The Way. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, great overdriven bass in that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this? So I really got into Chili Peppers. Mm. I think they was the band that made me say, you know, as, as a ten year old, eleven year old, whatever. Like, I was, I was asking my mum, like, oh, I want a guitar, but she, mm-hmm. you know, at first thought I was just messing about. I was like, no, I want a real guitar. And uh, I was blessed enough for my mum to buy me a guitar when I was twelve, I think it was. Cool. And she's like, which one do you want? Uh, oh, I want the green one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I just want a guitar. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I just went to guitar shop. I just saw Red Hot Chili Peppers Greatest Hits guitar book. I had no idea how to read it, but I was like, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to read this, nice. this tab. You know. And Which I started learning Red Hot Chili Peppers songs. Was it the greatest huh? hits? Was it the greatest hits tab book by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh, with the with the lips on it no uh, it's the one with just the logo on I've got it here 
Oh yeah, this one. Yeah, 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 this one. Dude, so man, I had the exact same book. And also <laughs> like I can relate so much to your story because I got into guitar around about the same kind of age and Red Hot Chili Peppers is a really big band for me around about that. And I had that exact same book as you, man. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually had two of that book because I think somebody bought it for me as a gift and I already had it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's That's got, funny, it's got man. A little, got a little backing track at CD. At the, yeah, the yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's wicked. That's so cool, man. Cool. Yeah, Red Hot uh, Chili Peppers then. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Great, just... great band. Yeah, just you're just like a probably a whole year or two just just studying that book. Nice. And um, but yeah, and then you know I've got really got to give credit to my brother because he's introduced me to all this. He got cool. he got GTA Vice City on PS2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can just drive around in a taxi with radio on. That's and it. He's got V Rock on. I like. What are these guitar solos? What are the what's this singing like? I mean, even like Iron Maiden, Megadeth, and Motley Crue on it, and like, like who are these bands? Oh, they're just some 80s band, they're probably not around anymore. Turns out they're still around. And I saw them Sheffield Arena, like Iron Maiden. I was like, what is that? Is that that band that's on that game, that GTA game? I was like, wow, <laughs> you know. I, I can't look them up on internet. I didn't. I don't think I knew what internet was. <laughs> didn't know how to use a computer. But um, yeah, my good friend of mine from school, he just says, "Oh, um, have you ever heard of a band called Iron Maiden?" I went, "Yeah, I have. They're on that game." He goes, "Oh, well, my my girlfriend's uh, got me the new album. Do you want to borrow it?" I said, "Oh, okay then." So I borrowed it, the new Iron Maiden album, which was. Dance of Death. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, let's go on. Let's put this in the CD player. <laughs> put it on. And I was just blown away. I was like, <laughs> what is this? Like, what's with all these guitar solos and harmonies and stuff like that? I didn't even know what harmonies was. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was like, there's so much going off. Like, you know, an hardcore Iron Maiden fan wouldn't say Dance of Death is the best album. But yeah, for me, sure, it was yeah. like, my proper introduction. I was like, "What is going on?" Like, to, yeah, to pretty much all of of metal. Yeah, yeah. So I just, Amazing. you know, I just uh, saved up all my pocket money as a teenager and spent all my all, all my pocket money on uh, CDs. So I went to H and B and just bought every Iron Maiden album that I could afford, mm-hmm. every Megadeth album, just all this, you know, eighties stuff so mm-hmm. and then I was like right I need to up my game on the guitar skills so I started buying Iron Maiden guitar books and just started learning oh, yeah. them it, nice. it was just like a whole it was like I'm not like learning the instrument again but it was just like yeah yeah Chili Peppers are great I've like pretty much studied it, all the greatest hits now it's time to move on to something a bit a little bit more mm-hmm. more heavier sort of thing yeah, the next the next step. <laughs> yeah, so cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm about sixteen at this point, and then that's when I realised that you you know, like I said, you can buy uh, film soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. That that, cool. just, that just took me to a whole new world. So <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Really. Yeah, so it started I got off, you. Cool. Yeah, started off with guitar and and you know the orchestral stuff came like late teens. So 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, man, that's that's so cool. I, it's so cool um, chatting with you as well because, uh, like, it's so relatable in terms of we're both in the same part of the world practically. Um, and so growing up in the UK, all these things like Kerrang TV, it was Kerrang and Scuzz. I had them both yeah. on constantly, like switching between the two. If you don't like the song <laughs> on Kerrang, switch it to Scuzz and then <laughs> yeah, vice versa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and H&V as well. Like, I mean, it's still alive. It just about hung on, didn't it? And survived from like selling t-shirts or something. But back when we were kids, like it was a big deal, man. I, and it was an experience going there and <laughs> yeah, like, I, look, I look forward to uh, going to Meta Hall, the shopping center in Sheffield, yeah. on a weekend just to go to HMV. Um, yeah, yeah. I think sure. there was, I think there was Virgin as well. It was like Virgin just around the corner, mm -hmm. where it was like it was basically just another HMV. Um, but yeah, just yeah, I've got what CDs there. I don't know if you can see them. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I was wondering. So that they're all CD, all CDs on the shelf behind you. Yeah, and there's there's some more at the bottom that you can't see, but cool. You know, I still, I, I do still buy CDs. Uh, probably not as much as I used to, but I still, you know, I probably probably buy about seven or eight CDs, you know, a year, something like that. Nice. Yeah. Uh, nice. And so still, is that your yeah. still your preferred way of listening or? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but the car that I've got now doesn't have CD player in it. Right but... there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I don't listen to them as much. That's my problem. My my it. laptop doesn't even have one. Like I literally don't own a CD player, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah at this it. stage, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I still, I still it's still nice still to have them. Buy them. Yeah, yeah, it's nice to have. Nice to have. Mm. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so any other standout albums and artists? I mean, I'm I'm sure that's a topic with depth, but what other ones had like big impact on you over the years? Do you want me to tell you like the top five? Should I yeah, say? Go, go for it? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, I'd say in terms of the riffs, mm -hmm. I'd say it's more thrash. So it's a bit cool. of Megadeth riff there, not not as good as them. There. <laughs> is, is that thrash thrashiness there to the riffs uh -huh. the melodic guitar is probably the more uh, Iron Maiden sort of thing mm. so you've got a bit of Megadeth got a bit of Maiden had a bit of Nightwish on there in terms mm -hmm. of the synths yeah. and like the stabbing choirs mm -hmm. um, so I had a bit of that and then just add a bit of John Williams and, and in terms of the vocals so that's four artists so the fifth one I would say uh, Winter Sun. Because, oh, cool. Well, they're like melodic death metal, but when it when it comes to the vocals, there's like so many layers, especially with the Time album. Um, but with this this out this new album, I've just released uh, the Return from Beyond. I've got two vocalists on it. I've mm. got Tom, who's more death metal, and I've got Evergen. He does like well, he can do every, every everything really. Cool. Um, all different styles. So I've got quite a lot of layers in there. So I, I suppose Winter Sun, in terms of the orchestrations and layers, uh, vocal layers, mm -hmm. um, they're like my top five Final Blast influence. Yeah. So Maiden, Megadeth, Nightwish, John Williams, and Winter Sun. Cool. That's, 
that's the way I'd add by the answer, yeah. <laughs> nice, man. And so, like, again, that going back to us being kind of same age and uh, and whatnot, like, I guess you had, like, Lord of the Rings movies and the Star Wars prequels and stuff. Things like yep. these big franchises <laughs> come out when you're a kid. And then, obviously, those soundtracks have been so in, in influential for you. So, yeah, I guess, was that just, like, a big impact for you as a kid? You were super into Star Wars and all that. Yeah, yeah, I think it... I think it was a lot of it was playing games as well, like Star Wars games. Like, which were your favorite Star Wars games? So we we played. Well, I think I think Phantom Menace came out when I was about eight, so that was my first Star Wars experience. Right. Not yeah. Knowing not knowing there were three films a few decades before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, wow, what's this? You know, and <laughs> we have Phantom Menace, the PlayStation One game, uh-huh. and. We had Jedi power battles as well. Me and my brother was like obsessed. Nice. <laughs> oh, and Battlefront, yeah, Battlefront, Battlefront the first two. Battlefront. Oh, Battlefront two was yeah, really Battlefront good. Two, yeah, we, we were just hooked on that. Did you um, ever play Knights of the Old Republic, the RPG one? My best friend is, and he talks to me about it quite a lot. And I'm like, yeah. I'll play it one day. I'll play it one day. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, my best friend is. Um, I was obsessed with that one, man, as a kid. I played Battlefront and those ones too as well, like with my siblings. But like, yeah, as an RPG, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2, I just completed them so many times to do like every possible combination of like light side, dark side, all of that. <laughs> yeah. Are they, are they doing like a remake of that? Or I think they are. Yeah, I think they are. They made also like a big MMO version like the old Republic online, but I think now they're doing like a remake of the original Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, right. so cool, man. I loved Star Wars as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. just so many, so many Star Wars games, weren't there? And a lot. Yeah, yeah. It was like the pod, the pod racing as well. Like oh, yeah, arcades. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so many to play. Now this is pod um, racing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in terms of Lord of Rings, like I'd heard of Lord of the Rings, yeah, at school, and my, you know, and I heard like people were saying, "Oh, it's boring, like don't watch what? that rubbish," you know, sort of thing. <laughs> and then my my brother just, I don't even think he asked for them, but he got all uh, the extended versions on DVD for Christmas. Right. I I, I don't know what. I mean, I think it was a good. It was a good decision by my parents. Like, I don't think we even asked for them. We just, I don't yeah. know, my brother just got them. So, ah, well, you know, I'll watch them, you know. My brother watched them and he went, Luke, you've got to watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'm like, really? I, thought, I, heard, I heard they were boring. He's like, no, 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 just, just, just trust me, just watch it. I'm like, all right. So I watched all Lord of the Rings and he was like, best thing ever. <laughs> I was like, what? I want to watch yeah, them all yeah. again. <laughs> yeah, totally. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Howard Shaw's scores for that as well are, are absolute up there with the best of the best, man. Yeah, it's just like absolutely. with the with with those franchises, especially like it's it's the way that the music just holds so much depth in it because it has all this thematic content from like across an entire series. It just takes like this this other kind of genius to like contain all of that and. That's yeah. just like something that's so inspirational to me. And like John Williams, I think he's like the best of the best, right? Star Wars is probably like the ultimate masterpiece of that in terms of yeah. musical uh, world building, basically. 
That's it. That's it. And uh, what I love about it, what I love about it as well, is all these different characters, like yeah. Laura Rings and Star Wars. There's uh-huh. so many different characters in it. I think I think that's what influenced me as well in terms of the artwork, mm-hmm. like especially this last album, like trying to get some like devil, you know, revenant sort of creatures going off and and ghosts mm-hmm. and phantoms and stuff like that. So yeah, I think so. That's awesome. Maybe Lord of the Rings. Even though it's not sci-fi, it's still fantasy. But mm-hmm. I think the whole different characters has, has probably influenced me as well. So that's really cool. Yeah. So, so um, <laughs> in terms of your your music, then, like your music, it sounds very kind of uh, big, like that. As you say, it's got that fantasy sci-fi thing, and you have the characters, as you say, as well, like on the artwork, which looks so cool. Um, do you write? with like a story in mind like is there a concept to your music yeah i suppose um like the main the main character they call him cyros um nice. it, it was tom who does the death metal vocals like he's he's very good with words he's like he's like opposite with me opposite to me <laughs> when it comes to like literacy and you know and he, he, he has helped out quite a bit with the lyrics side, uh, side of things um but yeah he's like I come up with these characters and they can do this and they can do that. But I don't really, I'm not very good with names. And so he like came up with Cyros and I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. We could, we could use that. And yeah. he came up with like other, um, other characters as well. But, um, yeah, I think it's just, just good and evil, basically. Like Cyros kind of looks like, uh, like an evil sort of character, but he's not. He, mm-hmm kind of like protects humanity sort of thing and mm-hmm. the phantom lords just i know that they're, they're like the dark side basically and nice. yeah I, i'm still to explore on these characters but i've just basically just got out um as much ideas as i can and just mm-hmm. describe them to the graphic designer sort of thing yeah um, yeah, I'm still I'm still to explore on it, uh, and so uh, but I, I'm basically just. Yep, I was just going to ask that uh, in terms of the lyrics for your songs, are they like closely following this narrative with a character for the moment, or uh, yeah, like, what's yeah. your process so, with lyrics? I just think of a scene. I, I just think of a scene like 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 a Star Wars film, mm-hmm. like you've got this crazy scene going off at the beginning and then all of a sudden it just goes to a completely different planet and it's like everything's calm we introduce new characters introduce new instruments and that's the way i kind of think as a 10 track album like mm-hmm. this is chapter one track one chapter mm-hmm. two that sort of thing and i just kind of try and i don't know try and paint a new planet or a new scene just with music yeah. Yeah, you're like so. There is like a journey to an album, basically. They're not just like yeah. ten random songs. You have this kind of flow in that kind of cinematic way. Yeah, and I th- and I think what helps as well is in my lyrics. There's a lot of talking going off. Right. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. It's not all. It's not all singing. And there's mm-hmm. um, I try and like edit the voices to make them sound like characters. And, right. Cool. Or God godly voices so make mm-hmm. you know just pitch shift some of the words and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, which i've done quite a bit on this new album 
mm-hmm. yeah so there's a concept behind the characters um it, you know the stories do change and that but yeah without without the characters and without the fantasy themes I I don't I won't really know like what to write songs about. I don't yeah, really yeah, want to yeah. write songs about my life. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, a yeah. lot. Of, you know what I mean? So I, I don't really know what to write about. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to stick to this fantasy theme. So. Yeah, the outlet for the story. I mean, you know, there's still real life in that. It's just a means of expressing it. You know, which is uh, sweet. Yeah. yeah, and it suits the music as well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's, bombastic, that's <laughs> as we say. <laughs> so, that's yeah, good. yeah, very cool. So in terms of the people that you're collaborating with then on the records, like, uh, I'd love to know more about, like, your production process, who you're working with, how you go about choosing people to work with, you know, how that whole thing comes together. Um, well, it started off at uh, university, Um uh, Tom, who does the death death metal vocals, mm. he wanted to start a band at uni, so he just put an email cool. out to like the entire university. Who wants to start a metal <laughs> band? I was like, yeah, go on then, let's go for it. <laughs> and uh, there were about six of us, but we were all metal, but we're all into different types of metal. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, we we didn't play any gigs or anything, but I, you know, I learned what Tom can do, and he learned what I can do. I said, I've got an EP to do at university. Do you want to do, do the vocals on it? Mm. And we were just learning. We were basically just learning like what we could do, what he could do vocally. So he can sing, he can do the 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 head voice sort of stuff, do the growls, grunts, all sorts of stuff. You know, and he was he was basically learning himself what he can do. Like, mm-hmm. God, I didn't even know I could do vocals like this. You know, so <laughs> I'm like, cool. he's like, you know, I didn't, I didn't even know, you know. So, yeah, Tom, Tom's always been a good, good to work with, and he's really good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, we've done the EP. Let's 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 do Portals of Rebirth. So he did that. But then, when it came to Interplanetary War. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want, I want some like, some more power metal singing with lots of harmonies and this, that, and other. And basically, what I was asking for, um, Tom was like, you know, it's like way out of my range. I can't, you know, it's a different style. I can't, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So he, so Tom said to me, do you think you could get another vocalist? I said, yeah, sure. Like, you know, if, if that's how you feel, you know, I'm sure I can get another vocalist. So I discovered Evgen Zoidze from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, I, the way he described himself was, I can do multiple different styles. I was like, oh, well, let's have a listen then. So I you know, checked out his SoundCloud and YouTube, and I was like, wow, he actually can do all different sorts <laughs> of styles. Cool. You know. He's like five different singers in one. And, um, um, but I, what I was looking for mainly was somebody who could do, I think they're called vocal fries, mm-hmm. which Devin, Devin Townsend does a lot. It's yeah, like he's, he can sing melodically, but yeah, have that yeah, yeah. Uh, distortion to it. Mm-hmm. I want some, somebody like Devin Townsend, but I don't, 
I don't really know anybody who can sing like Devin Townsend. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can sing like Devin Townsend. Only only Devin. <laughs> yeah. And and same with the Winter Sun stuff. Uh even Yari said, the vocalist of Winter Sun, he says, Oh, like if it weren't for Devin Townsend, oh, I don't know his exact words, but he said Devin Townsend was an influence when it comes to the vocals. Mm. Uh, with the vocal fry stuff. I was like, God, it'd be good if we get somebody to do that. Anyway, yeah. I discovered Evgen and I just said, could you do, could you do like vocal fries? He's like, well, I can give you a go. And I think maybe the first song, it might have just been the first two songs on mm-hmm. the, on the album. Um, the Galactic Death Storm, the second track. There's like two, big screams in that mm-hmm. song. One in the intro says, for strike! But it's like, strike is like really high pitch, but we're like a fuzzy, ah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow! <laughs> yeah, like when Devin turns and he gets us like harmonic type things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's I'm insane. Like, what? <laughs> and I couldn't tell if he, if he did like one take or maybe a yeah, couple I'll of takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then obviously he sent me all the layers after that. I was just like, wow, this is amazing. And then <laughs> halfway through the song, just before soul, it goes, four open, five. It was like really, <laughs> nice. really high pitched. What? Like, right. Hired. So, <laughs> so yeah, Evgen, he, he did the whole Inspiratory War vocals. Nice. Tom, Tom was, Tom only did the chorus to, Galactic Death Storm. Okay, um, so he did that's the, that's the only though. part. He's in the album. I thought, you know, you know, it'd be good when we do the second album. Why don't I get both? Why don't I get yeah, Tom yeah. and Evgen? Like Tom, come on, let's let's get back into this. Nice. And I think it works. I've blended both vocalists together. I think it works. It's, um, yeah, totally. And man. I think I think people like Tom's voice anyway before like uh-huh. Paul's Re- Paul's Rebirth sort of stuff. So I think fans would like that he's back on this album yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah there's a lot, a lot of vocals going off and um yeah if yeah we play man. live in the future that, that'd be amazing so to ha- and to have both vocalists yeah yeah but i'd have to get evgen yeah from ukraine yeah like, bring him over here <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that's that's the vocalist uh the the, the drummer uh, the first album I got, Six Six Samus. Yeah, uh, I saw YouTuber. That. Yeah, that's so uh, cool, man. What a drama. Like, his insane level, I, man. <laughs> with, vo- with vocals, I wanted vocal fries. With a drummer, I just want somebody who's good at blast beats. And when I think well, of blast beats... final blast, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 we need those blast beats. <laughs> I was like, who can, who can do blast beats the best? I was like, well, Six Six Samus. And it just... Just so it happens, I was kind of finishing this, that first album, and Samus came out on YouTube and went, "I've just quit my job. Does anybody want to hire me as a session drummer?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "You couldn't have, per- couldn't have times more perfectly." So I yeah, just yeah. emailed him. So I was like, right, let's go for it. And, and he, he did the drums on the first album. The amazing job of it, and the production yeah, wow. of it is just. You know, just amazing. So, yeah, yeah. So that's that's basically it. Uh, in terms cool. of the music, hiring, hiring people. So it's just and vocals then, and drums. 
And so what did you do for drums on the new on the new stuff? Um I actually programmed it. Yeah, I was, that's fair. I mean it sounds great, by the way. Yeah. But, um, I, I, that's the typical go to for people like you and I, I think that are, you know, working from our bedrooms <laughs> doing all the guitars and orchestra, like yeah. Well programming is, is accessible. The thing is, like six six seven, so he uses drum triggers, mm. so he's he's using drum samples. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just playing it live, but you well, basically all of metal drums are. I mean, it's very very rare at this yeah. point that you have completely organic metal drums. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it's just the modern metal sound, isn't it? Really. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for sure. I've had I've had this argument with myself. For years, like, do I get a real drummer? Like, do I, do I program the drums? But the, I was never good. I could program drums, but I could never make it sound good. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Drummers bring a whole other thing to uh, to a performance, no doubt about it. Yeah. So I just I just put some money aside and hired Samus for that for the first one. For the second time, I thought, you know, what? I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna spend more time trying to make my uh program drums more realistic mm -hmm. and and program it better uh so basically like my instagram was just full of drummers like i just mm. stopped watching guitar players i just started watching drummers how would a drummer nice. do this how would a drummer do that That's all cool. the different philosophies and yeah so i just like became obsessed with that so That's i'm cool. just like studying all different drummers and and just try and program it the way they would play it. Um, I think I think I've achieved a better drum. Um, yeah, I, th I think I've achieved what I wanted to get out of the program drums, like the overall sound. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. If you listen to the stuff I did seven years ago, I'm like, yeah, you can tell it's programmed. Every snare is like the same velocity, you know, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And just the overall mix. You know, if you listen to Portals of Rebirth, like the hi hats and the crashes are just like in your face, like, shh, like mm -hmm. that. Just like, God, did I really mix it like that? <laughs> but, so, you, you know, I think, I think you're, I, I was just going to say that I think your mixing is exceptionally good. Like, yeah. uh, I, I mean, I suppose, as you say, you came from like producing music. I suppose you're doing that. What, what exactly were you doing music production at, um, a degree or at where so at uni so for your degree uni yeah 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 oh um yeah well basically <laughs> basically i live i live with a guy who was on my course um mm. i was more of a songwriter music theory sort of guy mm. whereas he was more of okay. music production i see so i was helping him like with the songwriting and theory and, and he was helping me with the production Right, so cool. like you know, I'm not learning from my lectures. I'm learning from my roommate. <laughs> I see, yeah, 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 almost like trading, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I, I learned a lot from him, uh, basically, and um, yeah, I just, I think I've just spent more time now that I've got my computer, my equipment here at home. I've just spent more time on mixing, like, like I'll mix on my headphones, try and get it sound as best as I can. Mm -hmm. And then in the car, my car will tell me what's wrong with it. And I'll go back inside, you know, remix it, you know, just edit some stuff, get mm -hmm. back in the car, 
listen to it I'm like right that problem sorted out but now there's another problem you know just stuff like that like mm-hmm. it's not so much oh the snare needs turning down it's more it just needs EQing better I just yeah, want to hear yeah, this yeah. frequency a little bit more just little mm-hmm. stuff like that so I'm just like going back from the house to my car like that and just testing it there um, cool. yeah cool I think it's just a matter of just spend more time mixing like, and I have breaks yeah. as well. I have a lot of breaks from it because the ears will just get used to it, won't it? So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah, I was, I was never a, a mix. I didn't even know what mixing was when I went to uni. Or maybe I did, but I, I know, didn't know how to mix a song. So yeah. I think it was just living with a guy from music production sort of area and just spending hours just trying to better myself with that sort of thing. I think that's that's what mm-hmm. it is really. But try and try and get the raw recording to sound as good as possible. Mm. Just raw. And then it'll um you won't have to do as much mixing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if it's more mixing and all these effects and EQs and that, like what's it gonna sound live? I don't know. That's that's just the way I said. Try and get the raw recording as best as possible. Yeah, then it just yeah. makes mixing later on a bit more easier. That's yeah. just the way I see it, anyway. But. Well, that's yeah, it's good, good, good advice for sure. So, what what are you using then for like your sounds? Let's say you're writing a song and you're programming the drums. Um, so you have your program drum sound that you like, I guess, and I suppose you can get that sort of pre-mixed most of the way or whatever. And then what are you doing for like guitars, orchestrations? Um, so the drums I'm using, uh, easy mix too. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think I, I th- a lot, so a lot that, of these, it's based off of easy drummer and then, and yeah. then, yeah. Yeah. And I kind of layer up the kick and the snare quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've, I kind I kind of like blended three three kicks together, nice. And then probably next week after after I've uh, done what I've done with the kick, I'll probably go back to it, and my ears might tell me, "Oh wait a minute, this second kick needs to be a little bit more like this, like, like mm. scoop a little bit more mid range out of it." Got to scoop or, a lot of mid range out of the kick, right? <laughs> For that yeah. metal sound. <laughs> yeah, and it's like. On the third kick, I added a uh, what they call sub, like a sub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sub. Yeah, like a subwoofer type thing. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, God's a little bit too much on that, you know. So it's just yeah, just work on it. Then a week later, go back to it, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you can just just like assess scoop it up stuff like that. But um, yeah, so easy drummer, you know, blended that sort of stuff together, and then um. The guitars. I've just got a. <laughs> I forgot what my guitar pedal called. Then it's a Boss mm. ME seventy. All it's right, like a that's cool. Multi effects pedal. There's still loads to explore on it, um, but I mainly just 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 got a metal setting on it, and I can just mm-hmm. EQ it from here. Uh, don't really use much effects really on it. Uh, just just want that thrash sound. And it does it does exactly what I want it to do. Cool. 
So is that um, so is it like a is it modeling a particular thing or is it actually just the the sounds that are built into the boss? I think so. Uh, yeah, I think I think, it's just, I, think I have a similar sound. one. Yours is probably better, but I have one that I used to use on stage here or there. One of these boss effects boards. Yeah, it's pretty cool actually. Yeah, I mean, I think I've been a bit lazy with it. Like, there's so much you can do with that pedal. I just haven't explored it. Like, I just wanted to get mm -hmm. some music out, and I thought, well, let's just get this thrash to start sounds that I want. I think it sounds great with the rhythm, the mm -hmm. tone that I use, but when it comes to the lead, it's um, it's not so much. I don't know. I think the lead could be better. I think I EQ the the, the lead quite a lot actually. Yeah, Whereas the rhythm just sounds perfect to my ears. Cool. As it is. So, uh, are you are you taking like DIs at all, or it's literally like you're committing to that sound through the board into your mix? Yeah, it's just straight from this. There's no DI, cool. DI or anything like that. But I'm thinking I will. I might DI in the future, like for bass and stuff. Like I want mm. a better. I'm, I'm thinking of investing in a better bass guitar. Mm. Um, and try and just get. A, better over, overall sound on the bass because I'm only using plugins for the bass on... Okay, so you are doing DI on that, you're not using the board Um, For the bass mm. I, I suppose, yeah, yeah For the bass, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Just the guitars, it's just, it's just Guitars the use the FX boards and then the bass you're DI and using plugins for that Yeah, yeah, I suppose, mm. yeah. Mm. Um, I think if I remember correctly, there's, I forgot what it's called. It's like a bass version of Guitar Rig or something like that. Mm. Uh, that I use. And I think I may blend it with uh, like a bass plugin on Easy Mix, mm. which is mm -hmm. like another, wait, it's from Easy Drummer, isn't it? It's like, it's like Easy Drummer, Easy Mix. Uh, so I think, I think that's how I, uh, you get the sound from a bass. Uh, but yeah, I think I just think I need, I need a new bass guitar. It's a very cheap one. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, they're the guitars, bass, uh, drums, uh, the orchestrations. Uh, it's mainly um, eight Dio. Okay, um, yeah, cool, nice. I just, I just think they're amazing. Um, <clears throat> I think there's the plugin that I use mainly for like the strings and the the brass. It's all in one, so it's not like one track for violins, one track for cello. It's, right, it's, okay. It's all in one track. So it's mm -hmm. like bass, uh, cellos, violins, violin, stuff like that. Right, right okay. Um, that's only a small keyboard. You know, a uh -huh. keyboard needs to be like this big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like an extra five octaves on top of here. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But, but I think what I do is, <laughs> sometimes I forget how I even write a song like how, how did I even get this yeah it just happens written? yeah <laughs> well, I try to remember how did I do this but then um, <laughs> you know, what what I think I do is I write all the strings all the bass jabbers, all the rest of it and then I split them into two tracks so I get all the mm. low end on one track and all the high end on another because I think yeah. when you when you're mixing an orchestra with metal I think mm -hmm. when you when you get to the the bass and the cello sort of stuff it can just make the mix sound right right and muddy like it's yeah. too much bass there you want you want to hear the bass guitar so yeah it's just it kinda, all going to collide yeah yeah it turns into that, mush I'm, 
I know, I, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then when there's no guitars, so like the tracks that were saying where it's just orchestral, I can like mm. bring those cellos, double yeah. basses, a little bit more in, just mm -hmm. to cover the low end. So, so you have like one string ensemble track, and then like a dupe of that track, one focusing on high range, one on low. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. Cool. Uh, and then, well, they might, I might have a, I might have six tracks overall for strings. Okay. So, staccato, uh, sustains. Right. Yeah. And then just any other cool techniques like <laughs> uh, I forgot what they're called, but Bartok. Yeah. I think it's Bartok. Called it's like you like grab hold the string. Yeah, and yeah, you, like, yeah. Flick yeah. it back like snap it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like cool. a, like a baron <laughs> Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I do all these different techniques. Right. They're all on different tracks, then. Yeah. So it's it's not yeah. like um, it's not like one with the key switches in in the single track or whatever. Um. Yeah. Do you know some of these plugins? You can do it so like you have one track, and then you put like a key switch where it's going to switch it to staccato, and then switch it back. But it's probably easier to to have the separate tracks. So if you want staccato, you can just put it there, I suppose. Yeah. Have you have you used 8DO before? I I, well, I, I haven't used 8DO. Which, uh, which is the maker of it again? Is it... Um, what was... Is it Spitfire? But, or or is it its own company, 8DO? I, I can't I think it, I think it's their own company. I think there's okay. Spitfire, then there's 8DO. Yeah. I think they're two... Two yeah, different yeah, okay. things. I have mm -hmm. I have used Spitfire at uni, but I just, I just found eight D O easier mm -hmm. to use. But Spitfire mm -hmm. is amazing. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Well, the the way eight D O works is like you've got the whole or whole string, whole family of strings on one keyboard like that. Mm. And then, like I say, I'll, I'll split them like that. But when you when you're saying about key uh, key switches, mm. it's long notes, short mm. notes. So mm -hmm. the short yeah. notes all the staccatos, yeah, 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 yeah. staccatos. But yeah, then yeah. the long notes, that's like sustains, um, arcs, yeah, uh, crescendos, stuff like yeah. that. Maybe vibrato um, if they have those options. Yeah. So I can I can only key switch for the whole short notes and I can mm. only key switch for all long notes so I can't I can't have um, I can't have sustains and staccato on the same track because that's yeah. long and short yeah 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 you know, yeah, it's I all see. the shorts they're all the long and it's same with brass but that's how ADO works and for me mm -hmm. it just it just clicked for me yeah, that's uh, it. If, if you've got the workflow down, that's the most important thing, really. Sounds great, though, man. I'm really impressed with like what a full orchestra sound you get with all of that metal going on. That's one of the biggest challenges, I think, um, in mixing this like symphonic metal is ha still having a good modern metal sound and a good orchestral sound. You know, yeah. like so, so often orchestra or stuff, it gets like really fried to a crisp, you know, and. Uh, <laughs> put as just kind of like a thin keyboard part almost, which is such a shame when you have all the nuance in the orchestration. So yeah, I'm really impressed with the with the overall balance that you managed to make there, man. Yeah, I mean, the thing is 8D, like 
there's not really that much mixing to be done with. Cool. Um, nice. Because they just sound amazing. But what what you can do with the mixers is is about microphone positioning. Mm. So you can have you know the really up close mic, or you can have the the decker. I think you call it decker. It's like a triangle. Mm-hmm. So like, say if you're in the concert hall, you've got like two here and one far back, or one up front. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a Christmas tree sort of shape. And then there's the mics that are really far in the background. Mm-hmm. And you can blend the main decker and uh, far mics uh, and mix it that way. So yeah. if you want, if you want more choirs, uh, I suppose like. If you want them in the background, you just lower the main mics down a bit and just yeah. push the far away mics. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Um, but yeah, overall, like I think it's just a matter of just having a good mess around with the microphone positionings and see which you think sounds best. Now, the good thing about uh, another good thing about Evgen, uh, the vocalist, um, is also very good at mixing. Like, I was actually tempted oh, cool. to just hire him to mix the album for me, <laughs> but um, but basically, I just I just mix the album as best I can, and then I'll say, "What do you think of this?" And he'll just he just came, he just came out with um, the choirs could just do a little bit more high end on the EQ. That's cool. See, see what you think. Nice. Oh, okay. So I had a bit had a bit high end on the EQ on the choirs. Oh, why? Wow, it does bring it a little bit more to life and does yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't sound as modest. But I, I don't know it's just little things like that that I didn't think of before. Yeah, that's helpful. It's just getting another pair of ears who's good at mixing. Because mm-hmm. you know? I think I think he's he's been in loads of bands and I think he mixes his own stuff as well. That's and cool. I think his mixes are brilliant. So it's thought, handy you know, to have people like that for sure, man. Especially like the fact that he's already kind of in the team like helping you make or being a part of the record so definitely yeah. really helpful yeah yeah he's definitely helps out a lot um that sort of thing but yeah that's 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 the orchestra stuff the uh the synths a lot of it's just logic stuff that you that you get built in logic mm. logic x um but then there's a plugin there's a company called uh i think they're called Blue something like mm. I can't I can't remember the name. <laughs> it's like that's all right. Space or I, I I don't know, but they they just focus on like Sims, but built for space basically. Nice. Uh, I I can't remember what they called off the top of my head. <laughs> that's but, all right, but yeah, it's it's so it's like. Specifically, kind of sci-fi type synthesizers. Yeah, wide blue sound. I think that's what they're called. Wide blue sound. <laughs> wide blue sound. That's cool. Oh, I'll have a look at that one, man. Sounds like my kind of cup of tea. Wide blue sound. Maybe, maybe. Um. Yeah, yeah. I use I use them for the more the space systems sort of thing, just to. That's cool. Get like a soundscape, but there's there's, there's so many things you can do. I could, you could just make a hundred albums just using their yeah, their space, yeah. uh, their plugins. 
I bet. You know, yeah, if yeah. you're just just an ambient artist, you can just use and it, do loads of albums with just that one plugin. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I'm thinking of doing. Yeah, time. yeah. Might as well just like a, a natural byproduct of making metal albums, just like tons of soundscapes. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's just so much, so much to learn. It's like this pedal. There's so much to do on it. Yeah. But. You know, it's same with the plugins. There's so much to do with them. Yeah, like you can just yeah, make, yeah. You can just make a harp album. There's so much thing, oh, so yeah. much stuff you can do on harp. You know, <laughs> yeah, like things so that cool. you never imagined. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. that's wicked, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I definitely feel the same way on Omnisphere, uh, which I think is probably a similar plugin. But it does like electronic synthesizer stuff, but it's just like got everything there. <laughs> it feels like you can just spend a lifetime going through it <laughs> you know? yeah there's so much so many hours so much fun yeah um, but yeah so just, what what what's uh what's the writing process like like in terms of you sitting down to use all of those things how does it all come together um i think just just one part of it is just having a jam just yeah. pick instrument up and just just go for it mm-hmm. um like I remember Galactic Death Storm. Mm. Um, I think I think I sat down and right, I've got two hours. I'm gonna write a song. And I just came out with just just, just rubbish ideas like like <laughs> yeah. two hours has just gone by and I didn't write one good riff, you know, and then next minute I just I just had this rhythm in my head. And I just picked a key and I just started playing the root note over and over again. And I was just going up the scale. I was like, I was just about to turn the computer off. Nah, I actually like that one. So I turned that that idea into a full song. Wow. Ended up being Galactic Death Storm. So I think, yeah, one of the writing processes is just messing about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of them, and probably the second way I write a song is how would how do I want somebody to react to a song? Do I want them <laughs> to stand still? Do I want them to jump around? Do I want them to headbang? I want them to headbang but in a windmill sort of motion. <laughs> <laughs> like how would I want somebody? to physically react to this song. There's so many different ways of dancing. Mm-hmm. Mo- mosh pitting is, is a form of dance pit for the metal stuff. Mm-hmm. So how would I make someone like headbang, like, you know, whatever? I think, well, I think it starts with the drums for me because mm-hmm. you headbang into the drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe I should start with a program in the drums and just mm-hmm. get that like that, you know, and then just just loop it, just loop that that drum beat over and over again. Mm-hmm. Pick your up, get me thrash sound on here, and uh-huh. just just go for it. Just see what I come up with. I might come up with about ten different riffs just over nice. that one drum beat, yeah, or yeah, ten yeah. different songs. Uh, I think. Well, I want some really epic melodic. Uh, yeah, I want a melody on top of that. So I might just switch to strings on keyboard mm. and just 
you know, stay in that key and just start writing melodies over the top. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think that's, I think that's the second way I write songs. Like, how do I want somebody nice. to react to this song? Are they going to stand still? Are they going to headbang or march or jump about? Or what are they going to do? And then try and create that through uh, rhythm. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think, it, I think it starts mainly with with the rhythm. Um, so probably the first couple of tracks, first opening tracks. And then when we're talking about the dynamics, when it goes down a bit for the orchestral tracks, mm-hmm. just think uh, more of a more of a like characters, like mm-hmm. trying to describe a character through. Uh, I'm not very good with words. <laughs> like how how would I describe this character? Like is a big giant with you know the French horns and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, or, yeah, is it, yeah, yeah. or is it more like a Calm character, like, you know, just use. It's like it's like a fantasy character. I'd probably mm-hmm. stick with the choirs and woodwinds. I think I think choirs and woodwinds is really what makes it fantasy. Nice. I think if That's you just cool. keep it strings and brass, you know, it, it might just be like a just a normal film, just just human beings, you know, action films, love. Uh, romance films but when you add those choirs and uh woodwinds to it mm-hmm. that's where the fantasy for me really comes in yeah and you start describing all these characters and stuff like that and, and, you know um but yeah yeah that's that's how i would write for orchestras so um, yeah nice I, I forgot i forgot what i said my first oh yeah yeah so First one writing process, just noodling about, just yeah. having a jam. Second, um, I forgot what I said. <laughs> yeah, uh, second oh, is yeah, the one yeah. where you start uh, with the rhythm. Yeah, like how would I want people to react? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, yeah, yeah. and then the third one is just I've got this character in mind. How would I describe this character through a soundtrack? So yes. there are my three ways of. Right, uh, my writing process. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Other than that, I don't think I don't think there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you say then that lyrics are the lyrics always come last? Um, probably about eighty percent of the time. Mm-hmm. I might just have a day where I just think of lyrics and I end up mm-hmm. writing a whole song for the lyrics first. Mm. And then fit the music around it, but mainly it's the music side of things. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think I think Final Blast songs. I don't think I'm ever going to start a song with the vocals first. You yeah. know, like yeah. like can I play with madness? I am made. It's like uh-huh. vocals first thing. You know, I don't mm-hmm. think I'd ever write a song like that. For me, it's always like an orchestral intro mm-hmm. for about you know couple of bars or eight seconds ten seconds and then the metal comes in mm-hmm. um yeah so i might just have the odd day where i just think lyrics you mm-hmm. know i might just sit with just sit with tom online and just let's just write some lyrics we've got, we've got no music let's just see what comes out we're mm-hmm. going to describe this character that character and build a little story behind it um so yeah yeah probably 80 percent music first and then just the odd time just have a day just doing lyrics. Cool. Um, yeah. 
Cool. That's sweet, man. Yeah, awesome. I always love hearing about people's process, man. And, uh, you know, I can definitely relate a lot with with your kind of creative inspirations and stuff. So it's really cool to, to hear you talk about yeah. that, man. I'm, I'm loving these questions. Uh, I'm not... <laughs> I've not I've not been asked some of these questions before. It's just I'm I'm just genuinely intrigued, you know. <laughs> you know, Maybe from it, uh oh. Yeah. It's 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 making me think like I'm like having to think back, I'm like, how did I do that? Yeah, how how do I even do that? Yeah. It's very like yeah. stream of consciousness, isn't it? Like um you get into the creative mode and then you just let it flow. That's yeah. the ideal state to be in, really, isn't it? Yeah, so so if I do my next like my next album like obviously i've got this i think i've nailed the, the sound down by now but i can always look back on this video and go uh -huh. oh yeah well, how would i want somebody to react to this song like, i don't yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you, know you remember that that's something that you can think and then <laughs> and then you yeah do it. it's like it's like you're helping me out here by learning how i actually write songs <laughs> not, cool. not knowing how i actually do it cool that's it man well yeah <laughs> Yeah, we can all kind of help it. each other have that perspective, and and you know, hopefully, other people can listen to this as well and take ideas from it, you know, and yeah, try that definitely, out. Yeah, so, definitely, yeah, 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 so, that's cool. Yeah. Hmm. So one thing I wanted to ask about then is um, album and the EP, like a week apart. You've so you've just re you're just releasing EP right now, or like a couple of days ago when people are listening. Which is uh, the Rise of the Diablins EP, right? Hopefully yeah. I pronounced that somewhat correct. Um, yeah. And then Return from the Beyond album that's come out literally the week before. So what's with that, man? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think I think it start, started off just after the first album in 2020. I was mm. like, God, that was amazing. Like the first ever length album and i've got some really good feedback i just want to do another one i just want to yeah, get some yeah. more music done get as much music done as possible and the ideas are just flowing yeah I've just got yeah, a yeah library of final blast riffs and and lyrics and so I went, right let's just go for it let's just let's just do an album and i might do an instrumental ep might do an instrumental ep so let's just focus on the album so i got the album done <laughs> all all the music's done I'm like, right, Evgen, let's do the vocals. And we planned it for January this year, January 2022. Mm. And then, like, the worst thing happens, just, you know, Russia started attacking. And he, oh, and he, oh, and he lives. Right, of course. Yeah. yeah. He lives in, he lives in, Kiev, lives, yeah. lives in Kiev, Ukraine. I'm like, what? Like, this this is you know this is just horrible like you know because you hear it all on the news you like you know you don't you don't know what to do you don't know what to think um but I've, you know so when it came to recording vocals it got put on pause for mm. quite a long time like five months mm -hmm. so I thought well the album's come to a pause so you know I'm still in this writing mindset. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, I've always want I've always wanted to do like an instrumental EP. I was like, well, during this time, why don't I do an EP, an instrumental mm -hmm. EP? So I just started carrying on writing. I even pulled some ideas from the library, Final Blast sounds, and I got yeah. five songs together. I thought, you know what? There's 
three songs on this EP that can really do some vocals. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, I can't do vocals right now, but then thinking about it, I kind of hear it more as a death metal sort of style. So I got in contact with Tom again. I said, Tom, look, I've got this EP. How would you like to do the vocals for it? He went, yeah, sure, let's go for it. So we did, out of the five songs, three of them I got vocals on. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom did that. And it just, just sounds amazing. I think, I think it sounds better than what I expected. And I think Tom thinks that as well. Like he, now he, nice. now he's now learned what he can do with his voice. Mm-hmm. I think we just, we just, we didn't have to explore anymore. We just knew what he could do. Mm-hmm. So we, so we ended up coming out with an EP within that five months. And then Evergen said, right, let, I, let's go. Let's do vocals. And he, he did the, he did the vocals, you know, in Kyiv, in Ukraine. And he just, he just went for it. And it just sounds amazing. So many layers. I was like, mm. God, this is next level compared to the last album. And I said, you know what would be good? If we can get Tom on the album as well. So we've got Tom on the album. So now I've got two vocalists on, on the new album. And I've got this EP just sat there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what would be good? <laughs> if I release <laughs> both near enough at the same time. Nice. Or, or should I do them a month apart or a week apart? I thought, you know what? I'm just so excited. Let's just <laughs> let's yeah. just get them sounding the best as I possibly can, mm-hmm. um, and just budget myself because then I've got to fund two albums, well, two releases, should, should I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's just go for it. So I'm like five months behind the what I was planning, um, but you know, it's I. Th- I feel like it's not been rushed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've had the time to to consume it all and go, you know what? I can go back and edit things. Mm-hmm. Um, so now here we are now. And, you know, I released the album 9th of December and then the EP the week after. But yeah, it, it weren't originally going to be like, it was just going to be an instrumental EP. I'll probably mm-hmm. just release it next year or two years from now but kind as of things went along I just got that excited yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's cool you know what? it's that chapter of music isn't it like it's all kind of part of one I suppose yeah like this year's just this year's not gone to plan like not just not just musically just mm-hmm. like like personal life as well like things have just changed so much I think that's yeah like that for a lot of people right now yeah <laughs> for sure yeah especially with pandemic and now yeah, 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 you know yeah. what's going off in the world now but yeah man. um but yeah I think you know I wanted to do a second album two years after the first one um but yeah that's that's just the way it, the way it came about you know if things weren't you know if bad things weren't going off in the world like in that aspect it might might have just had an album. I might have just done an instrumental EP next year or something. But mm-hmm. It's just the way it, it's just the way it works. For right, I've got some spare time. Yeah, that's cool. I, and I'm I'm still thinking about writing music, so I just did the EP. Yeah, um, nice. And so when when uh, do you, as you said, is it do you are you treating it kind of as two separate releases or is it more like one yeah. campaign? Yeah, yeah, two two separate releases. Um, I wanted to do the EP. First, 
in terms of the story. Mm. Um, because if you look at Cyros on the EP, mm-hmm. it looks the same as the single Cyros mm-hmm. September last year. So it's like a continuation. I see, I see. And now with the new album, it looks, it's got a different costume. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so the new the album is the latest in the story, story. timeline, basically. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, nice. pretty much. But it's just and the way the artwork, it's just the way the artwork felt, really. So I, I kind of you... wanted him to look the same, but then mm-hmm. when graphic designer did the artwork for the album, yeah, like, you know, that looks cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's um, it. Not gonna ask him to dial it down. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, so, no. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So, um, do you, do you have like CDs for them, or or what what are you doing in that kind of regard? Um, I'm I'm still waiting for the C. The CD should arrive tomorrow. Uh, basically, mm. the, there's just been delays on everything. Really, yeah, yeah, this yeah. Release and, and now the. Uh, post office, the post office are on strike. Oh, strike, yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't think anybody's getting any parcels at this yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, so so strikes with that, so just more and more delays. But I've, you know, I've posted on social media, like mm-hmm. saying, look, CDs aren't going to come out and release today. It's, it's going to be a week or maybe two, mm-hmm. or maybe three. So, you know, it's not, it's not great, but it is what it is. And, mm-hmm. You know, I've just trying my best to try to get the CDs done. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just co- constantly contacting the manufacturers and stuff like that. But yeah, the CDs, hopefully, people should be getting them by next week. Cool. Um, but yeah, cool. I did, I did, a, I did like a pre-sale sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to do a, I like to do a pre-sale like two months before, just to mm-hmm. see how many people want the CDs. Yeah. Um, because, um, sorry. Well, it helps, <laughs> it helps you fund getting them and, and all that, right? It helps fund them, yeah. And you don't over order. So I've done that in the past. Yeah. Like with yeah, the first yeah. album, like I ordered like this many, but I only needed this many. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. But I suppose, you know, as long as you don't go crazy and your room's just full of CDs. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it just helps out, doesn't it? Like, you can just help Definitely, fund yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think it's always good to do to do a pre-sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and within that time, you can just promote your new single or music video. That's, 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 that's something new that I've done this year as well. I've done music videos. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. before it was just lyric, lyric videos. Um, yeah, that's yeah. cool, man. Yeah, I mean, we're we're always told, aren't we? Like, it's very much kind of like singles games in terms of consumption, but that's that's a tricky thing for like us in the metal world or whatever. Because obviously, we like to make albums and records and things that like flow into one another. But yeah, I guess that's how you do it, right? Is you make the album, but like you're kind of drip feeding content from the album, sort of all the way through the campaign in a way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean. Like for anybody who's like in a band and that like who's just done lyric videos like I've done in the past, I think it's really important to do music videos. Like show up, like like show your face, show mm-hmm. you know, you, like what you would wear on stage and just show fans up. 
this is the person behind the music. This is what they look like. This is how they play. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Um, so I've kind of gone mm-hmm. off lyric videos now. <laughs> I just want to do more and more music videos and less that's lyric. Um, but I've, I think I've just been influenced by other other people, people that you've had on your podcast in, in mm-hmm. the past who've done music videos. Like, a few people that I know we've been speaking to and like, nice. wow, their music video is amazing. Like, I want to do a music video. <laughs> yeah, um, who have we got in common? Like Blood of Indigo, I know you're you're friends with those guys, right? Or yeah, 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 they're great. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I saw I think I saw that we were connected there, and and you're friends with Louis as well, Louis Nas. Yeah, yeah, we, we've we've spoke oh, a few times. Yeah, um, yeah cool. he's great as well, and uh, Sam Astros. I've, oh I've yeah, met, yeah. We we met in August. Which which were great. It was like oh, like when he birth. came over to the UK, yeah, yeah. right, yeah, that's was, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like his birthday, and he was he was like going to a concert, and thought, you know what, let's like let's meet up. So I went all the way down yeah, to yeah, yeah. down to London, to London. and it, you know yeah. it was just great, it was great to meet him for the first time. We just you know talk music and that. But he's he's done so many like music videos, especially yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. He's been absolutely killing it this year. Um, but yeah, the, uh, yeah. He's... What What was um the Demon Core that that video? I don't know if it was that the first one he released or it was. It was definitely. I remember seeing that one with the, like the devil pole dancer type thing. It's awesome. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. It's like he's done a video for like pretty much every song that he's released. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's going more doing the singles. Mm-hmm. Not just a yeah 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 sort he of is thing. yeah regular uh, which I think is well, really man. cool, really good, really good approach. Um, but yeah, he's he's, he's doing really well. And I suppose mm-hmm. like he's influenced me to show up more on camera mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. do these music videos. Um, but yeah, it's just you know the music industry is just constantly changing. You just got to keep up with a curve, really, haven't you? So mm-hmm. you know just get comfortable with being uncomfortable and get out of the comfort zone and just do yeah, what you don't it. don't normally do like, yeah. like the first music video I set up a big fire and i just happened to have done it on a um heat wave back in june oh yeah i remember like, that my god why am i doing this but you're just like you know what let's just go for it and we filmed it and it just made me want it just made me want to do more cool. so so I just uh, told my video guy, like, look, we're doing another music video. Think of a location. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to try and get some more yeah. more performing live and, and doing music videos cool. and that sort of stuff. Cool. I think it's important. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying in terms of sort of like showing up. Like people want to connect to a person, don't they? Yeah. That's so great. yeah, but like really showing just you playing the music it definitely gives people something to connect with for sure man yeah have you had a guitar player called uh, Pliny yeah Pliny yeah 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 for sure yeah kind of instrumental guitarist yeah he was doing really well but he weren't showing his face like you could just Mm. see the guitar but I think his guitar like you knew it was him like you've never seen the guitar looking like that but then I saw him live and it's like so that's what he looks like you know Yeah, yeah, yeah but now he shows up all the time. Do you um, know? Yeah. Do you know? This is a cool question. Um, I I actually really like this topic because I've tried to explore different sides of it as well. 
The thing is, you can pull it off with the anonymous thing. Yeah. But it's very, very, very difficult. Because, yeah. like, maybe before that was the question, whereas now it's so much based around, like, social media, the internet. We have, like, such an intimate view into, like, everybody's life or at least their projections of it that like we just feel like we want to know and we need to like have these connections as well so you have to be like very smart to like really pull it off with an anonymous thing yeah definitely i mean i think we're, we're plenty is i've never heard anybody play like him before yeah he and has now, a kind of signature sound as well yeah yeah now these now these I think you call it gent or something like that. DJ. <laughs> yeah, this kind of modern prog uh, metalcore thing, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. And yeah. He did that EP, I think it was Sweet Nothings or something like that. Mm-hmm. Second EP. Just, I was just like, what the hell? I've never heard anybody play like this. But now there's like loads of plenies. There's loads yeah. of plenies. Oh, like- there is. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> other one is Polyphia, right? And like they're hugely yeah. influential in that kind of space. And as you say, like now everyone is playing like that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean... Tosin Abassi, I think he kind of added some things in there as well with the, you know, very yeah. quirky eight-string playing, you know. Yeah. yeah. Now it's I all mean, the rage. <laughs> I mean... It, it just takes your guitar playing. So it's like it's like learning the guitar again for me. Oh yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. going from Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> to Iron Maiden and Pliny. It's like what? It's like a whole different style, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know about you, but I haven't tried doing too much of this uh, super modern esque uh, playing. It does intrigue me though. How how about you? Have you tried playing like Pliny and and stuff like that? Probably about 2017, like, I gave it a go, and then I just then I just thought, is this who I want to sound yeah. like? Is this who I want to be known for? Yeah. I thought, no, no, it's not. It's amazing. Yeah, but, yeah, it's but, cool. Uh, yeah, you can learn things from it, for sure. But but it's like, what is my number one thing that I want to do musically? It's like orchestral metal. Like, right, yeah. it's not Pliny then. So yeah, I, yeah, 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 as yeah. much as I'd love to learn Pliny, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Right. Yeah, you got to kind of choose choose your lane, really, haven't you? And you definitely got to yeah. practice a lot if you want to play like that as well. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's a whole different new style, isn't it? It's like like classical, mm. like you know. So it's just yeah, yeah. Again, totally different style. So, but another one that I think like absolutely nailed the anonymity thing which again has also kind of like changed in more recent years. But you zipped up your hoodie now, but I believe that you're wearing a t-shirt from the band Ghost, right? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There yeah, we go. Like that, they, they absolutely nailed that as well. Like f- for years, they managed to keep like completely anonymous and have that like mystique to them. Like, yeah. yeah it was so masterfully done, man. Yeah. I, I feel like, they're either a band that you love or hate, but I love them. <laughs> oh, man, totally love-hate band. It, man, people hate them so fashionably, it's kind of hilarious. <laughs> I just feel like the more hate that you get, though, the more, yeah. the more it shows how successful you are. Yeah, 100%, man. Like, it just, it, yeah, it definitely just seems to, like, play into it. It's like, you know, it, Tobias, he just knows what he's doing with Ghost, you know, and it's not like, uh, you know, he knows what, heavy metal is and all of those things you know and he's played death metal and stuff like that before he 
deliberately has done something different with Ghost, and it's pissed off so many people. <laughs> it. But sold so many records, man. And yeah, yeah. like it, they're just the records are amazing, and the shows are amazing as well. I got to see them at the Royal Albert Hall on the um, prequel tour. It was amazing, yeah. man. They were just in like world-beating form. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The so saxophone cool, man. guy comes out. Oh, th <laughs> man, that's that's my jam. Like all these kind of theatrics. Oh. It's so good, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so good. I mean, I, I should have seen him. I've seen him quite a few times, like four nice. or five times. I should have seen him like seven, but they like cancelled download when I went. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then the one with Leeds, and I, I watched some other band, but I really wish I watched watch Ghost. But it's crazy that 2015, mm. um, I watched them at Leeds Student Union. There must have been like 200 people there. Wow. And then like three years later, they did the fourth album, and it was like Leeds Arena. Like 30,000 yeah. people. Wow. Like, what a jump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally, yeah, like yeah, every yeah. album, they've just gone like, yeah, John, audience, man. Yeah, yeah. The production and all the productions—it's perfect. It just—it just has that. The thing is, again, it's like there's metal production and there's modern metal and all of that, and for all its merits. But what Ghost does is again, it's its own thing, and it's like a mix of really great, um, like rock production. But it it definitely brings in this kind of Swedish pop kind of perfection, <laughs> you know, to music production. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. it's so nicely done, man. They're entertaining. They're entertaining to watch. That's it. Like, yeah, yeah. There was there was no point. There was no point in the show in any of the shows I've seen. Where you're just like, eh, it's kind of a bit. Oh, yeah, you, your back starts hurting. Like, yeah. You know, just, <laughs> to be honest, metal bands do suffer from that a lot. I think because like you you can be at the mercy of a venue, and if you don't have like great sound, especially if it can't like handle the low end. You have a heavy band that's got like kick drums all the way through it, and it just turns into like, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah, oh. and and again, that's just another benefit that Ghost have of like, there's you know, they have, there's so much uh, melody and everything there, and now they're playing just like arenas and <laughs> stadiums and stuff, yeah. so you know, it, it has I, a really pristine quality to it. Yeah, I I saw I saw some other day about like a headline saying, oh, Ghost. He, he wants Ghost to be as big as Ramstein live. Mm. I'm thinking, well, it was only like seven years ago they were playing in front of 200 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. look at them now. So to play like a Ramstein sort of size stadium, yeah, I yeah. think it's possible. Oh, man. <laughs> if they carry they on doing do what they're doing. Man, if yeah. not them, then who? Like they're in pole position for that mantle, man, for sure. Yeah. And they just go from height to height, as you say. Like I don't see it going downwards from them you know i mean what 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 do you have like a order of preferences of, on the ghost albums at all well i, I actually had a ghost day yesterday oh the, nice last two days <laughs> so what i listened to every album and ep in order wow uh, wow that's perfect topic then it's fresh <laughs> that, that, yeah <laughs> that's what i've been doing for the past year or two just listen to a band the whole discography, like, mm -hmm. like yeah, absorb the album. What they're doing, yeah, <laughs> and you and you you hear the progression, you see the changes per mm -hmm. album. That's what I love as well, man. Yeah, 
I can't I can't just listen to the fourth ghost album. It's like no, I've I've got to start from the beginning. Work yeah. way along. <laughs> That's it. It's like the Lord of the Rings box set, right? <laughs> yeah, literally. You're not gonna go up. through the experience. <laughs> oh, I'll say it, definitely. Um so yeah, I've had a ghost day for the past two days. Um, um well what did you ask my favorite album yeah yeah do you have like a sort of order of favorites or just at least particular favorites or I think just when I, I think just when i listen to an album it just reminds me of when i saw him on that tour mm, yeah like the last album that we've just done saw him back in april did you see mm. did you see him this year i haven't seen them this year no they, they toured in april in the uk mm-hmm. i went to birmingham Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was, yeah, it was amazing, but it was different from the other past. Tours. Yeah, sure. Well, they kind of evolve each time, don't they? And That's update it. the look and and the character and and all that. So, yeah, yeah like, like errors. Yeah. So when when they played this year, mm. when they play a song from second album, he'll dress like the second album. Oh, really? And so when he comes out yeah. and plays. When they play rats, or yeah. he'll he'll like dress, um, uh, he'll trim card, down, and do more ballet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he'll he'll just walk off and dress completely different just for. This, yeah, they do so song. many costume changes, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. There's no there's no favorite album. I just think the the second and third mm. probably stand out a little bit more, just because that's, that's uh, where you jump. That's on. when I discovered them. Yeah, um, yeah. I discovered my, I discovered on the second album. I went to Sonosphere Festival. It was my first ever festival, yeah. and it was like Ailstorm, Pirate Metal, Baby Metal, Chaz and Dave, Ghost. <laughs> like, like what? Like four different, completely different bands. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. Ghost just came on, and they played like Year Zero, and it was just yeah. like, what is this? And <laughs> brilliant. Just out, yeah. So it, my ghost uh first experience was a second album. Yeah, second okay. um, weren't that long until they released the third one after I discovered them. So yeah, yeah, probably the first, you know, second, third album stick out most. Yeah, I'm with um, you. For me, I jumped on properly at Meliora on the third album. And yeah. and then that was when it like really got me. So that one will definitely always have soft soft spot for me because it's definitely got the nostalgic trait to it. Yeah. I think I heard them before that and I remember that there was so much like sort of taboo around ghosts. They were already they were always like controversial. I think just because everyone expected them to be way heavier than they are. Yeah. So then they see them and they're like, Oh, this is like Sweden's new biggest black and death metal band or whatever. <laughs> and <Abba>. then it's <laughs> like Yeah, exactly. Like Ava and mixed with seventies rock and 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 people would call it Scooby Doo chase music, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is hilarious. <laughs> well, uh, I got I got I got married last year. Oh, congrats, man! Thank you. Yeah, and the the, the second tour that well the actual the lead student union should I say with two hundred mm. people here. Mm. Um, I got my wife. Like to come with me. So let's go and watch this band called Us. Yeah, she like I don't really know who they are. Like just just another weird band that you listen to. I went, no, trust me, it'll be good. <laughs> so I'm Lee's. She thought it was brilliant. Just loved, nice. Just loved them. And um, yeah, she's come with me on every every tour since then. 
And then when we got married last year, our first dance was Dance uh, Macabre. Oh, <laughs> macabre. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 from prequel, yeah. You know what? That'd be a great first dance to do. <laughs> and I think, I think, you know, people who was at my wedding, they didn't really know who Ghost was. Yeah, they sure. thought, what was that song you danced to? It was a good song. That's quite catchy. <laughs> Like, oh, it's just this band called Ghost. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and convert them right. to the cult of Ghost. <laughs> the clergy, yeah, they but, call it. <laughs> but like you say, like they look heavier than what they actually are. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that like caused some cognitive dissonance to just really upset people, I think, because then <laughs> people are trying yeah. to categorize it and they're like, no, <laughs> this doesn't work for me. But I think yeah. that when I first heard them, I have no idea what I heard. But when I first heard them, I had a similar kind of impression where I thought like, oh, this band looks really cool. And I heard something and it just didn't connect with me, I think, because it just wasn't what I was expecting. But yeah. then like I, it was like when Meliora just came out or I think maybe, maybe even just before it came out with Cerise dropping. I remember hearing Cerise, a friend just putting that on and being like, oh, listen to this and thinking like, this is awesome. Like yeah. this is, this absolutely kills man like what is this and then it's like this is ghost and i'm like ah <laughs> then it was like the moment struck it's like this is this is ghost and then like i became obsessed with them man <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i just loved I, it i mean even just this like sinister church sort of organ sort of yeah yeah, yeah like for me that was just enough yeah blended yeah, yeah. with rock like let me mm. a bit of metal for me, that was just enough for me to go like, what? And what's with his vocals? Yeah, there's like, so many layers and things, man. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, and like his, his vocal melodies. It's like, dun, 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 dun. It's like, <laughs> it's going that root to that... The um, fifth type thing, yeah. That diminished fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of, it's like, you know, it's you don't right, really... It's that doom kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like, but But they're kind of like... More like I don't know, doom rock, doomy like pop rock <laughs> in a way, you yeah. know, <laughs> rather than yeah. like full on doom metal. But I always wondered, like, do, are, you, do you, are you familiar with Candlemass? They're like Swedish uh, doom metal band, um, but they go back from the eighties, and that's like they call it like epic doom metal. You know, I love Candlemass, but I think that was a big inspiration for Tobias Forge, um, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, it's just they have a song, especially on their second album, where they have a singer called Messiah, who's crazy. He's hilarious, but like, he's awesome. And they have a song called Bewitched, where yeah. it's like, you are bewitched. <laughs> and it has yeah. these kind of doomy melodies. And it's it's kind of cheesy and hilarious, but it's also just awesome. Um, yeah. And I always thought like, Dance Macabre, like, wanna bewitch you in the moonlight. I always thought like, maybe this is kind of like a nod. <laughs> Yeah. To Candlemas. You should check out Candlemas uh, if you like yeah, that. I think, I think uh, Tobias, he did something with them once. Like uh, they did a cover of Enter Sandman, I think, or yeah. um, and maybe some stuff like where he was singing with Candlemas. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ghost, Ghost have done a Enter Sandman. They did album. one recently on the Black, yeah, on the Black Album uh, anniversary thing, whatever it was, wasn't it? Yeah. I think, I think they played it this year. Mm, uh, yeah that makes uh, sense yeah, yeah but they did they did one like i think it was a few years ago around about the prequel time i think 
it was like an award show or something. And Tobias, I think he did Enter Sandman with Candlemas, or maybe he did a Candlemas song. I don't know, yeah. but rings a bell anyway. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's that doom, it's that doomy kind of sound that I guess harkens back to Black Sabbath, really. Um, yeah. But it's so cool how he does that in this like really pop arena rock kind of way. Like again, like mixed with ABBA, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, what would you would you say? I think I think you described him right, like doom pop rock. I think that's mm-hmm. that's definite. But would you would you say there's metal in there? Yeah, to some degree, yeah. I think, but I think again, metal is so broad, you know. So, yeah. like, again, if you're expecting like black and death metal or whatever, then it's it's not it's not what's happening here. But yeah. if you're if you're more in the kind of like, mm, you know, it's kind of metal like Black Sabbath or something, maybe you know, or as I say, maybe some doomy kind of stuff like Candlemass. Yeah. Like, sure, there's some bits in there. I think again, the production plays into it because they don't have really high gain, like ear biting kind of guitars. You know, it's actually all very, very like nicely produced with kind of more sort of vintagey sounds in a way. And it's and I think Andy Wallace mixed all their records, or at least most of them. Who's yeah. one of the best mixers of all time? But like for like pop rock, you know what I mean? He's not like a metal guy you know yeah i think they would sound very different if jens bogren was mixing ghosts yeah. you know, and, and it sounded more like opeth style tones or something or well like older opeth whatever then we'd have a different story i think it would be pretty metal at that point <laughs> so it yeah. all it all plays into it I, I would say what what about you what do you think about that i i agree with what you just said when i think ghost metal i think of the song mummy dust um, yeah 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 because the the riff reminds me of Judas Priest. It's like yeah, it's exactly this old like eighties metal. Exactly. Yeah, like that. That, and it even says live like this is a really heavy motherfucking song. Like, uh, yeah, this is the heavy song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I know, I know what they're gonna play. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Play it, and then all this all this confetti comes down at the end. It's brilliant. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's so good, man. <laughs> um, I think I think one of the guitarists I've heard is from Yorkshire. Really, um, cool. when I saw him in Leeds, they played the <laughs> they played the EastEnders, you know, EastEnders, Emmerdale Farm theme tune. I think. Oh, right. I was like, how does he know that? And I was thinking, oh, oh, he played on guitar. <laughs> yeah, you know, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I thought, well, actually, maybe he is from Yorkshire. Then, like, why would a Swedish rock doom band like know what Emmerdale yeah. Farm is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, he probably is. Yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah. he's he's from Yorkshire. <laughs> yeah, cool man. Yeah. I may I may have deceived you slightly because I am well, I live in Yorkshire, but I'm actually from London originally. Yeah. So I'm I'm a Londoner, I'm not really a true Yorkshireman. But I do uh I do live in Yorkshire and uh like definitely love it up here. I did live here for a bit as a kid as well, so Yeah. Harrogate's uh, really nice. Yeah, really nice. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I really like it here. I, I lived here for a bit as a kid and then thought like I wanted to get out of London and I thought where where to go and uh, it seemed as good a place as any really it was familiar so yeah I haven't really spent much time in Sheffield but obviously it's not too far away just the south part of the county yeah yeah Sheffield's Sheffield's really good Uh, I appreciated Sheffield more when I moved out to to Huddersfield for you right okay yeah then I came back to Sheffield I was like 
I think I, I think I love Sheffield more than before. Like you nice. know, just Good living hit. somewhere else, like mm-hmm. somewhere a bit smaller. Um, but yeah, yeah, York, Yorkshire's great. Like Harrogate, it reminds me a bit like York as uh, York. Oh, I love York, man. There's yeah, it's great city. It's really, really good. And mm. um, yeah, you know Troy from Nightwish. Yeah, he's from, he's from York. <laughs> really <laughs> yeah, nice. It's just like Finnish band guy from York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, man. Yorkshire has loads of great stuff. I mean, and well, the UK in general and the North, but like, yeah, loads of loads of great stuff from Yorkshire. Um, one yeah. of my favorite favorite bands. I don't know if you know them, but is a kind of gothic sort of metal band called Paradise Lost, and they're all from ha- Halifax. And uh, yeah. yeah, 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 they're awesome, man. Like really, really cool, really cool band. They kind of did like the doom, death doom sort of stuff early on, like uh, like even like early nineties, and they were super influential. But then from there, they've just done all different kinds of gothic rock and metal, basically. But you yeah. know, they're just kind of like it's not like flamboyant, you know. They're just like some Yorkshire dudes, <laughs> you know, just like some yeah. blokes singing moody yeah. songs, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's quite, it's quite a few big bands from Yorkshire. Well, she- Sheffield, really. I mean, I got Def Leppard, Bring Me Horizon, Def Leppard, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Bring Me the Horizon. Different generations, but uh, yeah, yeah, big bands. Yeah. While while she sleeps, uh, mm-hmm. malevolence. It's, mm-hmm. it's quite it's quite a lot of good good bands and and, and really Napalm good. Death from Yorkshire. I think they might. I be. should know this. Yeah, <laughs> we'd have to I have to double check that one, but I got a feeling that they are. <laughs> Maybe. There's, pro- there's probably a lot. I'd, uh, yeah, I'd have thought. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, a good part of the world, man. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think there's a drummer from Chesterfields who played Demi Borgia. Wow. Uh, I might be wrong. Might be Nick Nick Barker. I think his name is. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. He's, cause I, well, I'm from Sheffield, but I, I moved to Chesterfield last year. So, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I think I, I might have got that wrong. But Nick Barker, yeah. A, <laughs> I'm hoping I'm right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think he played with Demon Borger or some black metal band, something like that. Cool, man. Off to Google it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. But man, the t- time time has ab- absolutely flown past, man. Like, uh, um, I think I-, I wanted to ask uh, just about like um, what your plans were for the project going forward, and uh, yeah, like what what kind of things might be in the work. And obviously, you've just done a big load of releases, so you know what what's uh, what can we expect. Well, I think I think I'm going to try and hope for a third album in two years, so probably 2024. Nice. Um, but I'm I'm not really posted this on my music page yet, but I'm going to be I'm going to be a dad in February. <laughs> oh wow! So, congrats, man! Yeah. Oh, uh, dude! Thank you, yeah. <laughs> big congrats! Big congrats, man! Uh, thanks. Yeah, that's, nice. That's that's coming soon, man. That's a big <laughs> that's a big thing, man. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna have to sit here and watch me <laughs> do the third album. <laughs> nice, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, we're having a girl, we're having a girl. So, it's, oh, uh, that's lovely, man. Congrats! Yeah, it's exciting times, life changing, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, um, wicked. But yeah, I'm I'm still 
in terms of the music, I'm still going to aim for 2024, trying to do a, a third mm-hmm. album. Um, but I think this next year, I think I'm just going to focus on being a dad. And, yeah, that's <laughs> um, going to definitely be the main one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just try and show up more online. Like, I think mm-hmm. I want to spend more time just connecting, just connecting with people, connecting with musicians, mm-hmm. connecting with my audience, and just just do a lot of videos. Maybe do mm-hmm. li- I hardly do any Put live out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hardly do any live streams. Um, you know, the the time was to do it during the pandemic mm-hmm. mainly. Um, but I was just so focused on my first album because I, I didn't know how it was going to go. But yeah, sure. now that I've, I think I've finally now know how to do an album, I think well, that's, that process will become easier. So I think mm-hmm. I should focus on things that I'm not so good at, which is showing up more online, doing more videos, doing more content. Yeah. So I think I think that's the future for future for me now. Focus mm-hmm. on being a dad, doing more doing more videos online, and then just work towards a third album. 2024 and then hopefully after that maybe think about playing live yeah nice i want to get three albums done Mm -hmm. you know i'd love to play live um Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's i think that's the next next few steps uh for me but you know things things can change so (laughs) cool what would you do in the live band play guitar yeah yeah play guitar i'd have um Tom Evergen on vocals, and then I just uh, look for a guitar player. Well, yeah, I have a second guitar player, bassist, and then obviously a drummer, mm-hmm. um, and then probably a track with the orchestration and all that. Yeah, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. the orchestral back track. Um, but again, playing live—that's just a whole new thing compared yeah, yeah, to what yeah. I'm currently doing. So that's a whole new thing to learn. Yeah. So it's not, I don't think it's something I can just jump into right now. Yeah, you're right. You've got these stages, especially with becoming a dad, you know, like, yeah, you yeah. keep, you can keep your head down on building the foundation and, um, and focusing on that. And then, yeah, hopefully, you know, in a couple of years' time or whatever, after that all kind of builds, yeah, I could see it, man. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to just do like, like five shows in UK just to start off with. Mm hmm. Try and get on some festivals, something like that. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's like after the third album. I think after the third album, I think right. Let's just see how, how things are, and then we'll mm-hmm. um, start and get band members and take the music out on the road. So cool. I think that's it. Yeah. Cool, man. That's exciting stuff. Really exciting. Oh, well, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Like, is, is there anything else in particular that you'd want to get in there before we wrap up? Um, I think we've covered a lot of things there. Yeah, some really, have, really good questions <laughs> that I've not been asked before. So that's, you know, really good. So, yeah, I appreciate you having me on and uh, ask, asking me these questions. And, yeah, yeah, it's, just, I've just, it's, it's been two hours pretty much. So mm-hmm. it's... Yeah, it's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Well, yeah. absolute pleasure. And like, I, I, I just look forward to like talking more and, um, you know, seeing what, you know, what you're up to and what you're releasing. And yeah, man, it's exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks very much. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love your music as well. 
Like, I'm oh, gonna check more, you, more healing music out. <laughs> oh, cheers, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, likewise, um, like for sure, keep in touch, man. And uh, yeah, yeah, I look forward to doing this again sometime. Thank you for listening to this episode of Creating a Universe. A big thanks to Luke for joining me. I really enjoyed our chat. Be sure to check out Luke's project, Final Blast, at finalblastmusic.com. Links will be in the show notes. That's all for this one. I'll see you next time.